Welcome to Long Life Short Stories, my interview series, What's Your Story? With me today is Imani Hawkins, and we are celebrating Black History Month together. I am going to be interviewing Black entrepreneurs and movers and shakers of 2022. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Imani Hawkins. She is a social worker, a founder of Deep-ish, I love that, which means a diversity and mental wellness consulting firm bridging the gap between mental health diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. In her work, she increases awareness and understanding of inclusion-based principles and practices using a combination of mental wellness techniques, DEIB, best practices, evidence-based therapies, and psychological principles. And I am proud to call her a new colleague and firestone of wisdom in the mental health space. And I'm so happy to share the stage with you today, Ms. Imani Hawkins. So tell me, my dear, (laughs) it's gonna be a fun conversation. The first thing I wanna ask you is what gets you motivated and out of bed every day to do the fabulous work you do? For sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I think this is such a beautiful platform and I'm so glad to be celebrating Black History Month with you. What gets me out of bed? One, I'll say my faith is a huge aspect of who I am. My name even means faith, (laughs) Imani. And so I think that is a driving force that just keeps me motivated to one, beat the person that I was yesterday, just strive for better. And then also I hold Proverbs 3 and 5 close to my heart. And that just talks about understanding. It talks about following God. It talks about leaning on him for direction. And so I will get up and do that because there are some things I have control over and some things I don't. And so I get excited about the things he has for me and the things I don't have control over. I give them to him and I just have a great day. You know what? That is so powerful. And there are a lot of people of faith who listen to this podcast. So they're going to say, amen, amen <laughs> to that. <laughs> for so, sure. Absolutely. And you know, we are celebrating Black History Month. I call it Black History Year, Black History Life, because I can't change yes. the melanin of my skin or your skin. So we, yes. we're living with this. But what comes to mind when you think about Black history? That is a great question. I think most recently, um, especially given the work that I'm doing, I think about self-preservation, self-care. I think about joy. Um, I started Deepish because I noticed a need for um, healing talk or healing language in the workplace because we were experiencing things in the workplace like racial battle fatigue, racial trauma, um, code switching and psychological unsafety. And so a lot of my conversations recently have been just looking at what it looks like to cultivate joy. What does it look like to cultivate community in the workplace and rely on your fellow black and brown folks of of color in the workspace that you're in and also just normalizing the fact that we experience things (laughs) physiologically mentally emotionally and it's okay to normalize them um, and then move into a space of healing and then joy as we navigate these things together i do a lot of work in the diversity equity inclusion and belonging space myself and code switching I was doing it, my friends do it, we all do it. I love all the language now that's associated (laughs) with what we knew as our black voice or white voice. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so when I started even thinking about Black History Month and language that's developed, it's just fascinating, isn't it? A code switcher. I've I've been a code switcher all my life. Yeah. 
and it's amazing to see sometimes we don't even know when or where we cultivated these skills we just do them i know some people like to call it like the tax collector voice or or bill collector voice whenever we we kind of um switch over to that to that role um but even in in doing those things i like to focus on the fact that that's a cognitive transition that we're making to appease another person and almost dial down ourselves and so i think one it's important to acknowledge that to laugh about it because it is kind of funny as we navigate the community but also to talk about ways to self-preserve because you know we're having to switch off our identity you know sometimes in the workplace and that could be really detrimental it, it is detrimental with that said in terms of your business and deepish what fuels that business passion that you have i can see just from all the energy and love inside of you you really do like helping people yes Yes. Um, well, one, I think it's my calling. It, you know, it's a blessing and a curse to be an empath, but I choose to dwell on the blessing part. Um, and um, I will say that Resma Menakem, who I love, is an author and psychotherapist. He talks a lot about community and the fact that we experience things in life together, but we often isolate in therapy or we go for a walk by ourselves or we enjoy nature by ourselves. Um, but if we can really lean into community, I think that's the beautiful thing, especially regarding BIPOC folks is that we have that and we can draw strength from that. So I would definitely say community um, keeps me motivated, keeps that passion alive. And then also just relying on the gifts that I feel like God has given me to constantly use all that I have to be all that he wants me to be. And that also involves music. Um, culturally, music is all the things that I am. I'm a singer songwriter. And so I kind of use all of the creative aspects of myself to fuel what I'm doing. Um, and that comes out and is translated in my blackness through the work that I do. And so I think all of the things that are, <laughs> that are who I am just kind of exemplify or, or exude in the work that I do. So I would definitely say that. That sounds great. Now, finally, pearls of wisdom, you've dropped a number already. What could you leave my listeners with today? Something's going to help them fuel their passion. For sure. So something that I like to remember myself um, when I feel overwhelmed or anxious, um, aside from biblical scripture, is just um, a quote by Audre Lorde about caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. It is okay to rest. It is okay to put yourself first. It is okay to value yourself as a Black person specifically. And so I want to normalize that and say it's okay. And we're changing norms and we're going to love on ourselves and give ourselves joy this month, this year, this life, because we deserve it. So I would say that. Well, that is well said. And I know my listeners are going to completely vibe with you. <laughs> so, Monty Hawkins, I, I'm uh, seriously, I know they're going to vibe with you. Thank you for sharing your story with me today. I totally appreciate you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Again, I love the work that you're doing. Super excited for you. Oh, thank you. Well, folks, that's a deeper look into the amazing story of Imani Hawkins. Thank you all for listening today. Tune in again for the next episode of What's Your Story? Look her up on LinkedIn and check out her website and all the wonderful things that she's doing. And please remember, I have a new exclusive women's mental health empowerment circle. That's on my website, darcelgillardsweet.com. I am Darcel Gillardsweet with the amazing Imani Hawkins signing off.